BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's always interesting like when like you're prepping like your partner to like meet your friends and you're like okay so like this is about like so and so you're probably not gonna like her like just like giving like the tea really quickly Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm the one in a steady, healthy relationship. And I'm Emily. I'm the one who is perpetually single and constantly dates toxic men. Welcome Welcome to to our our podcast. podcast. Speaking of uh, dating toxic men, I have an update for everyone who is listening. If you listened to last week's episode with our guest, John burger who if you haven't listened to that episode like you need to go back and listen to it because in my opinion it's one of our my most favorite episodes i think that we have done uh and for shockingly for being like a 40 year old dude (laughs) yeah it was a lot of fun he was a lot of fun but in the episode and i kind of teased it at the beginning of the episode as well in the episode we talk about uh as a woman making like the first move and like asking out a guy because like there's most likely a chance that there's one guy in your life that you've always wanted to go on a date with and why not just ask him out instead of waiting for him to ask you out so i did that i went and asked john mayer again for clarification of the actual john mayer what if i just slid into john mayer's like dms i was like hey i think you should on tiktok honestly i should i'm just um i think i have a chance regardless i asked the character of our show John Mayer, um, a dude that I am friends with, uh, if you want to go out to dinner with me. And the reception was great. Like, he was like, I would love to go to dinner with you. And, like, I was like, do you want to go on a dinner date? I made sure I specified that it was a date, D-A-T-E. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I think I, I I, think I have plans a little bit later, but I, I would love to go to dinner with you. And your girl was, like, psyched. I didn't show that I was psyched I, because, like, it was at an event and he was around and I was just like, we're just not going to make a big deal of it or yeah. anything. We're going to be cool and, like, chill and cool everything. Girl. The date didn't happen. <laughs> uh, and that's not on your girl. Like, your girl did not fumble the ball. Like, it was great. He did have plans later that night that he had already made and I was like, fine like legit like i asked you super last minute i asked you like literally an hour before i was like thinking about doing this and he was like i will let you know it still has not let me know like 
when and it's not like i'm like oh like i'm just waiting around like no like i made a concerted effort to you know make arrangements yeah make plans and everything so since that never happened and like i i don't know you met him mm-hmm. like then this is like the since the doctor yeah the first guy i've ever been interested in that you've met because you haven't met the actor you didn't meet the musician any of them let's face it i'm glad there was no point honestly um <laughs> not not to not too sad about there those. was nothing to brag home about yeah. really no but john Mayer, john Mayer seemed cool he thought we had met before definitely have not met him but it's okay we I was like okay, we follow cool. each other on instagram so i guess that's meeting i don't know i don't know people feel like they've met each other nice dude super super talented super nice i mean and you could you would think that he was like vibing me right like you yeah, know like yeah i like sat at the you the, were like the bar you were spying like the whole yeah time. I, I went to talk to my girl jessica about you know owning thirsty buffalo which i talked about last time because i got really good mimosas i was just chilling because i needed like something to do with my hands because if i don't have something to do then i'm like i don't need so i was like well i'll just drink <laughs> so i'm like, Solution to so everything, I'm like sitting honestly. there drinking like watching and i'm like okay they're like really like at one point i was gonna go talk to y'all but y'all were like way too close that i was like that was all his doing too the homeboy so, was like the was like six foot yeah he's like towering yeah, he's over taller. me mm-hmm. and i was just like hello hello sir hi how you doing what's mm-hmm. up yeah yeah so um yeah definitely wasn't expecting that but like i said you know could be busy, could have forgotten, couldn't, could maybe not. That's an insult not be, not be interested. So it could really go either way, and I'm not really sure what way is going. Well, because they made out with his face before. Um, yeah. The whole so like, being interested part is, like, questionable. I'm confused. So. And upon telling mutual friends that this was, that fell through, they were all very shocked and surprised uh, that nothing had came of it because they were for sure that he was gonna say yes anyways mm-hmm. and so i have no idea maybe he didn't hear me say the word date even though like i said the word date i don't know and he thought it was like casual plans yeah um it's just like i don't tolerate when i try to make arrangements with you and you leave me on red mm-hmm. it's not my vibe and then yeah. you go look at my instagram mm-hmm. story um just ha- like a simple like I haven't forgotten about this. I'm busy. I'll let you know. Would have yeah. been nice. Yeah. Then just like ignore, like not doing anything. Yeah. And y'all would have been so proud of me. Like I almost reached out to him, like kind of set a boundary being like, hey, like if I'm going to make plans with you and everything, I would appreciate like a reply. Even if it's like a rejection, like I still would appreciate a reply. Um, well, just so you can like continue on with your life and not sit around and like, like worry about reject it me and just move on so i can or, move on like <laughs> if you are interested that i know i should like be patient yeah you know but like your energy's not matching mine and your effort's not matching mine and it feels very one-sided and i'm not that's a red flag for me and i'm not like tolerating that shit um so if he does reach out um if he listens to this fucking episode <laughs> yikes <Yeah>. um <laughs> yikes big yikes um if, i mean like if he does like reach out like that's the time i will probably set like the boundary and everything right because i don't feel like there's it's just wasted energy right now to even make that effort known i guess yeah because um, there's no follow-through on yeah the other and it's end. just like you know no, what like th- it's been too long since like the text anyways so yeah uh I'll, I'll keep you guys updated though if john mayer stays on this podcast or not 
Yeah, or if he's in the archive with the rest, the rest, the rest of them, the musician and the. Well, like he hasn't been on. He hasn't made been featured enough. I feel like to make a playing card of him. No, I mean unless we did still do that. I, I mean think, I'm really here. I for think the John Mayer. Cards. I mean Nate Archibald could still be a playing card. Even yeah. though Nate Archibald was one fucking date. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? We we should make jerseys. <laughs> yes. Yes, I love it. That's so funny. Uh, and then in other news as well, uh, in, in re- relation to you seeing a dead man. He wasn't dead. <laughs> he was very much alive. He was just on the ground like it was questionable. He was very much alive, I must repeat. Regardless. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be here today if I saw a dead man. <laughs> like, I would be like, I need some time need to heal. <laughs> you need therapy after that. Honestly, like, <laughs> what? I'd be traumatized. Traumatized. I saw a groundhog. Uh, and so, like, in the middle of a cityscape. Yeah, like, a groundhog and a man really relate. <laughs> okay. I'm seeing the resemblance Have here. you seen a groundhog in a cityscape before? I've seen one on the side of the road. And a cityscape, though. No. Like, where there's no, like, grass. Grass, Like, we're no. talking about, like, it's just surrounded by concrete. Where like, the sod. Har- like, <laughs> fake grass. <laughs> Our city has some of that. But, we like, some sod going this is on. the middle of the city air- yeah, park. Yeah, like, there's no, like, parks or... No. Yeah. There's, yeah. like, a little snippet like a little, of, like, a little, patch of grass. Little pee pad patch for the dogs <laughs> that live that are so saw, like, sad. And there's, like, a huge fucking construction site going on, building new fucking apartments, and there's, like, a groundhog on the sidewalk, distraught. He is in disarray. He has no idea where the fuck he's at. He's, like, looking left or right. There's, like, so many cars zooming by. And I felt so bad for it. I was like, I need to go back and help this groundhog. I forgot how big groundhogs fucking are, though. That thing was bigger than my dog. Um, so I didn't okay, go back for it. fair, though. Like, wait a minute. Your dog is a, like, tiny mouse. She's Come. not that small. She's, like, five pounds. Is she's tiny, y'all? She's tiny. She's a Yorkie poot, and she's the runt of the litter, too. Again, so, small. Regardless. <laughs> nothing to do with the point of this. Fucking big animal. <laughs> That was stressed and was going through a panic attack. And I felt so sorry for it. And I thought about that groundhog for the rest of the day. Literally, if I saw a man on the sidewalk passed out, would not care. An animal, I care. Okay. okay. We see where my we priorities see are. The I, hate, priorities. I hate humans. I would love hate animals. for you to be the one to find me if I had a heat stroke. Okay. <laughs> okay, like you're different, okay. though. Wait, what? You're different. <laughs> Everyone, someone, somebody. Wait, did that make any sense? Yes, that makes sense. Okay. But, like, you know, yeah. it's like okay, when movies, you don't want Emily to find you. <laughs> it's like in movies when, like, oh, you could kill a person in a film, but, like, you kill a dog. Fuck you. Ah, uh, okay. I, I can I can see. I can understand. I yeah. see. I see. It's here. like mm-hmm. the animal's innocent. Like, the animal cannot. Yeah communicate with you like no. you know like they're helpless kind of thing however they can you've been seeing bunny on tiktok the golden bunny doodle creeps me the fuck out with the buttons yes that dog freaks me out really? it's creepy why i, I don't <laughs> the fact that a dog is self-actualizationing whatever the what? word is it's creepy it's weird it's scary he, they're smart and the voice that she like does the different like buttons yeah. in it's not helping like <laughs> <laughs> bunny outside like it's just i like, love i love watching bunnies so funny i that dog is going to take over that owner oh 100 percent. the dog is going to kill. i mean yeah the dog's mm-hmm. probably going to kill the owner 
Let's hope not. <laughs> there will be no more bunny videos if if that happens. Like it's like you know, like when the robots start to like self actualize and like start to take over. I feel I mean, like that's what's happening. There's with UFOs the dog. and aliens, so like we're literally just not. I mean, you know, what? it could happen. <laughs> Everyone could be taken over by the robots this year. Or in the next five years. Well, I mean, if Elon Musk is still alive, I have faith that that will yeah. happen. Yeah. I'm also, like, questionable. Like, is he real? Is he a robot? There is. He an, could very Elon well be Musk an alien. Real. There is some other dude. I don't fucking know his name. If I had my boss, I would ask her. There is a dude who has a weirder fucking name that he is. And he's, like, in the same, like, kind of, like, Bitcoin thing. Hold on. I gotta look it up real quick. I'm not going to fucking find a name. This man who may not be named <laughs> in the episode. God, I, he has the weirdest fucking name. If I, like, figure it out, I will, like, let everybody know. Put it on know the stories. On it, yeah, on put it on the stories. <laughs> I'll the text, this is him. I'll have the text him. T. I'll have the text T and ask her and be like, what is his name? The yeah. dude that you're obsessed with. Apparently, it's like some kind of fucking doing crypto. I don't know. I don't. I know nothing about cryptocurrency. My boyfriend is, like, all into Bitcoin cryptocurrency, so I'm learning about it. But I still, it's real over my head. So yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, not my not my but jam, not I, my forte. Yeah, I kind of feel like Elon Musk might be an alien, but you know, I mean, he has the whole idealism of like living in a simulation. Um, we are. There was a guy that I cut will me never off. be able to disprove that we're not living in a simulation because there's no way to disprove it. There are characters that aren't relevant. What are they called? Non-playable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have seen them in real life. They literally have zero awareness of what's going on in the world, and they'll cut you off, and then they, you know, when you're driving. Someone tried to tell me that cashiers were non-playable characters, and okay, I was like, that's fuck false. you. I was like, fuck you. I'm the main no, character. No, 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 It's the people that you see that just look like they just, like, zoned out. Okay. All right. And that's on that. <laughs> I feel like if you could do a whole episode segment, just like, like <laughs> just like going off on like random tangents, like send in your most random thoughts and we will discuss shower them. thoughts. Shower yes. thoughts. We do episode where we, we should read do Reddit, a sh- yeah. Reddit shower thoughts. I'm here for it. That will. We should. We'll get a. We'll get some drinks. Up. We'll have some shower thoughts. Yeah, it's an episode that would genuinely fuck me up because I would just dissociate yeah. from everything. That's kind of how I feel sometimes when I like think about things. <laughs> just think random thoughts yep. you just dissociate mm-hmm. just about like yeah i can't yeah i could go down a whole rabbit hole we're not gonna do that today or a groundhog hole oh, oh tie back tied it back tied it back what's your captivation this week oh okay so i texted you like the other night like at like 1 a.m that i like binged the show it's only three episodes oh yeah. In. yeah 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 it is a show on freeform slash hulu i've been watching on hulu yeah it's is called, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool, yeah. they cool. upload straight to Hulu, like the same oh, um, nice. thing. It is called Cruel Summer. It is very much like it's giving me PLL vibes, Pretty Little Liar vibes. Ooh. Like, y'all, I watched all the Pretty Little Liars. Granted, towards the end, that show was shit. It was awful. Like, Marlene yeah. King, fuck you. You ruined that show for me. I hate you. Um, I could go on a whole tangent about Pretty Little Liars because, like, the first three seasons, but the first season, is impeccable like it is amazing it's quality television and there was such a cult following around it and i feel like this show gives me similar vibes it reminds me of like pretty little liars mixed with big little lies mixed with like gone girl a little bit but like not as psychotic as gone girl okay not as cheesy as pretty little liars not as psychotic as gone girl yeah basically um but let me pull up like the synopsis of it because i want to be able to do it correctly because it is a little bit of 
to me, it's hard to describe and make it make sense. Yeah. So the show depicts the long-term effects of a kidnapping in a fictional town of Skyland, Texas, focusing on three days over the course of three years in 1993, 1994, and 1995. It is about two young women, Katie Wallace, a beloved popular girl who one day disappears without a trace at the hands of Martin Harris, and Jeanette Turner is an awkward outcast who is accused in the case of Kate's disappearance by not reporting it to not reporting it from the start, which results in her becoming the most despised person in America. Each episode follows a different character as the story unfolds the aftermath of Martin's death and Katie's rescue. So mm. basically like you have like this, if you watch PLL, you have like this girl who's like Allie, mm-hmm. but like nicer than Allie was on PLL. Like she wasn't like a sort of cunt and right. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, to everybody but she like was the popular girl and everything like that and like all of a sudden like in 1993 she goes missing Jeanette is very much like how Mona was before Allie went missing like she Mm -hmm. was like the outcast the weird kid kind of thing and I like how they do it because you it's the same day but they show it in 1993, 1994, 1995. And it's easy to follow along with the transitions. Like you know how This Is Us kind of does when they go back and forth between present and the Mm -hmm. past. I love that. It's easy to tell what year you're in because in 1993, she's wearing glasses, her hair is frizzy, she's not really wearing much makeup. Like, she looks like a little bit of a, you know, quirky, dorky little kid. Yeah. Um, and 1994, her glow up. She looks amazing. She has makeup, straight hair, wearing the cutest clothes. And then in 1995, Jeanette's cut all of her hair off. Mm. Um and they like change the colors with the editing and everything like that so it's really easy to tell yeah Um, yeah. and at the start of every episode they'll tell you what year it is in the bottom of the corner and then like you'll just get used to it throughout the whole um show but it's always the same day it's just in 1993 1994 1995 and because at the end of 1993 in 1993 is when she goes missing 1994 is when kate is found and in 1995 is kate and Jeanette dealing with like a year later yeah like, this whole thing wow. and basically like the whole like premise is kate says that jeanette saw her get abducted and said nothing to anybody like you could have saved me but then jeanette says i never fucking saw you like oh, so you don't know who's telling the, the truth. truth yeah um and like both characters are super sketchy because at first i was like oh jeanette's like super shady mm-hmm. but then like Kate's also super fucking shady, too. And you wonder, like, when Kate went missing, Jeanette becomes the popular girl and starts dating Kate's boyfriend and becomes friends with Kate's friends. And so, like, is Kate, like, did she actually see her or was she just jealous because Jeanette's now the cool girl? Did Jeanette actually see her and not say anything because she was finally going to be the cool girl and take over Kate's life? Yeah, yeah. Who is telling the truth? And every character on this show is sketchy. Like, I usually don't care about, like, the secondary story sometimes. Like, especially with a mystery thriller like this, I don't really care about, like, the relationships between the other characters and stuff like that. But, like, all her friends are sketchy. The boyfriends are sketchy. The parents are sketchy. The parents are fucking creepy and sketchy <laughs> as fuck. I feel like I need to watch this. It's so good. I, like, binge-watched it yeah. the whole uh first three episodes and it comes on every tuesday night so like i now have like a serial thing to look forward oh, to that i can't just binge all I at see, once i see mm-hmm. and i i can actually like Wait, get involved okay with i'm theories. gonna i'm gonna do that tomorrow because yeah. i'm i'm watching younger but that's gonna take me a while i'm already on yeah. season three oops I've been, like, flying i while i through. love like i can when i i love i can binge a season like i love that but, idea like having something to look to forward wa- to yeah every, i really like that yeah i love even that. though like i probably won't watch it like when it 
airs but like yeah. being able to like look forward to I have it to next wait week. and everything yeah. and like i loved like when pll was on like sleuthing yes. and, and like going on twitter oh, and tumblr happen next yeah like going on twitter and tumblr and like talking to other fans and like yes. reading their theories oh. and everything i loved that we had such a good childhood like it was just something to look forward to yeah. kind of thing um yeah and, and like i'd watch it with my sister and we would be like it's back on like we'd yeah. be like getting like popcorn or like oh, going to yeah. the bathroom or oh, like yeah. running around the house oh my god that <laughs> trying to shower in like a five minute like <laughs> Like commercial break. Literally every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. it came on and I would get, when I was in college, like living by myself, like I would get Chinese takeout. We would text about it. Yeah. And, oh, you would, yeah. and you'd be like live tweeting and I'd be like, ah, oh, I'd be like, Emily, ah, oh, I can't, I haven't I been can't able to look at Emily's yet. Twitter. I can't, like, like, I can't talk to you. Like, yeah, but you would, you'd be like eating my Chinese and I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, I love it. I would just get Chinese takeout and like sit there and watch it for a whole hour and it was the best thing about Tuesday night. Like I remember I almost had a class on Tuesday night at 8 p.m. in college. I was like, no, I can't. Like I can't. That's PLL night. I can't do it. Like, I love it. That's so uh, funny. So, yeah, like, I love that I have something like that to look forward to. And Olivia Holt is in it. She plays mm-hmm. Kate. She is so good. Like, she is yeah. such a good actress. I just knew her because I knew I knew she was, like, on a, some Disney Channel show. I don't really mm-hmm. know. She's, just, like, one of those, like, young Disney actresses or whatever. And I've, like, heard her music before. But she's, like, actually, like, really good. Nice. Uh, so I love that. That's awesome. I... I'm I'm hooked. I saw the ads for it, like, on TikTok. That's how yeah, I found you, out about you it. you sent it to me, and I was like, wait, this actually looks really good. And then I saw it somewhere else, and I was like, wait, this has, like, this has some interesting vibes to it, so. Like, I'm already, like, trying to, like, think of theories. Out, yeah. Like, I'm like, Mallory. <laughs> Mallory's Mallory. fucking sketchy. Mallory's sketchy. <laughs> Jeanette's mom, sketchy. Something's up. Something's up. The only character on that show that I trust is Jeanette's brother. That's the only character that I trust. Of course. It's like Mike with Ari. Bro- yeah, Mike yeah, is yeah. Ari's brother. Like, the brother. Like, like, it's the only character on no the show. Can do no wrong. Can do no wrong. <laughs> only character I trust on this show. Only one that has, like, is, like, a true neutral character. Love that. So, yeah. I love that. Well, Go my, binge it. My captivation is just Billie Eilish, the human. Just, just, just a human. Well, first off, how's she going to announce an album and make us wait until the end of July to receive the album? Oh, really? Mm-hmm, July 30th. But Damn. the song that she released, Your Power, oh my gosh, hauntingly beautiful. She is just something else. And her brother, like they are just, they're geniuses. And... I just think that this entire album is just going to be like a hard getting over a heartbreak album in the summer and it's going to be amazing. Ooh, okay. So I'm here for it. Um, um, that sounds like my vibe. So yeah. Cool. So everyone, everyone needs to go listen to Your Power because it's so good. And she talks a little bit about like how it's not necessarily just her story, but like a lot of people's stories. So I just, I just think she is going to take over the music industry. I love, um, the album cover that she has for that single yeah it looks like so ethereal it's so beautiful like yeah. she is just they're just amazing I you just, think it's gonna be different from like her like other like darker songs i mean because like know. i love ocean eyes like that's like one of my favorite mm-hmm. songs like, i know it's like her first song she did but like when i think of her music i think of like i don't know much of her music so i just honestly think of you should see me in a crown and yeah. um bad guy yeah so yeah. i just think of like that you know like that very synthy very mm-hmm. heavy dark I, I don't know i don't know um your power is like really like airy and beautiful but also like had a little bit of like haunt like a hauntingness mm-hmm. to it but mm-hmm. i have no idea i don't even know what to expect but someone on tiktok posted like all the names of the the song like uh on itunes it like 
showed all of them, mm-hmm. I guess, because you can get the one single. Mm-hmm. And I was looking through them. And I was like, I have no idea what to expect. <laughs> it's like with like Ari. Like, I'm like, I don't know what these mean. Do you think Taylor Swift is going to come out with Woodvale or like the third I album? I don't. I'm, I'm definitely, well, okay, I'm not a Swifty. Someone said they found evidence of like uh, a Woodvale thing, like on some image that was just like light. Oh, someone was talking about how they searched Woodvale and Spotify and Taylor Swift, the artist, popped up. But, oh yeah, if you like search like one of like Billie Eilish's like the album of like her, uh-huh. or her like that's coming it out, like, it doesn't. So I don't know if she does release this. I don't think it's going to be until the summer. And if she does okay. release this, then she's literally a genius. Okay, hold on, hold on. This is breaking news. Do we have? A I theory? just googled Woodvale. The first thing that comes up is Taylor Swift's website, and it says the Woodvale Collection. And when you click on the link, it's a four hundred four link, which is um, cannot be found. Like, I'm dead okay. serious. This is store.taylorswift.com, oh, the Woodvale collection. 404, the page you're looking for cannot be found. Either Taylor is really just like playing with our emotions or she's an actual genius. Did I just break some news? Like, I don't know. I mean, quite possibly. By the time this episode goes up, like, because like I Googled Woodvale on Spotify or I searched on Spotify to see if it did and actually, and it did like Taylor Swift artist popped up. So I'm, I'm just here to say she denied back in December that, um, it was a title of an album, but why would you have a link on your website called she denies it? So that makes me think that it's actually not going to happen. But I also wouldn't be surprised if she did something like releasing some sort of third album in the, it might not be called that. I mean, did she deny that there was a third, or did she just deny that the, that was the name? Okay. Because yes, if she I just denies the name, yeah. then... Okay, so the Woodville Collection is back from December, uh, and it was, like, quote-unquote, Woodville. Like, it was in quotes. Uh, and you would, like, get, like, the different remix album versions that she did of, like, Folklore and Evermore, which was, like, like the girls' album, like, which was how the songs that had the girls' names right, or whatever. right. Um, and this is something she tweeted about and everything, but people have been like retweeting it. Uh, and people are like talking about the website. Okay. Yeah, the website I just found. So I'm not breaking this. This is not hard hitting news oh. for me, but well, it's, it's news for us. <laughs> yes. Seven hours ago, people have been posting about, okay. So like it's all over Twitter. Okay. Okay. People are I like, think, what is this? I think people are trying to make something out of nothing. I think people are trying to manifest. and Or or they're trying to just, like, continually push it so that Taylor puts out another album. <laughs> if I was Taylor, I'd be <laughs> Taylor, fucking cackling. If I was Taylor, I would, like, oh, my gosh, I would mess with everybody. I would put out, like, a fake album. Like, like some, like, one-minute, like, shit songs and call it, like... Does she make shit songs, though? No, no. Her shit songs would be, like... Because, like, me Amazing. Is, me is, like, the only shit song I can think of. But then I someone told me, like... Didn't like that song. Someone told me the reason that was the first single was because that was the first song that she ever wrote and, like, Post. recorded that was fully hers. hers. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it was called, like, me and stuff yeah. like that. Like, it's yeah. Fully I mean, it was hers. fun. Like, it was very much, like, Taylor Swift. Like, the video was fun and just, like, everything, like, crazy that she could think of. But I just it's still... It's awesome without me. Did you realize how they took that part out? It still plays at my work. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know which one it is, then, that they took it out. The spelling. That just really did it for me. Spelling is fun. That's what it was. Yes, it is. I, yeah. Spelling is fun. I was like, I was like, Brandon Yuri, why the fuck did you do this? I was like, what is the audience? Is it elementary school or? Yeah, I, I do think that. I think she's going to release something possibly 
Yes. And if she does, I don't think it's going to necessarily be what everyone thinks it was going to be. Well, I think she was going to release an album. Like, how long was the time between Folklore there and Evermore? There was time. Was it? Yeah, because Folklore, that's right, came out in July. Mm-hmm. And was, I said like, yeah. I wasn't ready to listen to it yet. Yeah, yeah. So... So if she does, I don't think it'll be until the summer. She's working on all. I mean, she is literally re-recording every single thing she's ever done. So like, do you think where she's does gonna she have re- the time? Do you think she's going to collab with Harry Styles on style? I think she's going to, you know how like she did the vault stuff mm-hmm. and that like some of the other people. Yeah. I don't know if she'll like put someone on a song that wasn't on a song before, mm-hmm. but she might have him on a song. Yeah. Or I unless she did like her version of style said, and then did like a bonus track yes. style with Harry Styles. Yes. Someone said so cool? they think that they're gonna do she's gonna do one with Olivia Rodrigo. If I were Olivia if I were Olivia Rodrigo, I would literally die. <laughs> and then have to be re- resurrected. I mean, you predicted that you think that she's gonna be her oh, opener. I think, I think Olivia is going to be her opening act on her next tour. Lover whatever Fest. whatever tour it is. If we have a Loverfest. If she does Loverfest or whatever it is, Olivia Rodrigo is going to be the opening act. Has to be. I mean, she is Are we like, placing bets right now? I am, I am placing bets. April 30th, bets. 2021, we're placing that bet right I'm now? I'm placing a bet that Olivia Rodrigo is going to be the opening act of Taylor Swift's next tour, whatever that may be, whenever that may be, because, one, Olivia Rodrigo is a lyrical genius and is very, very talented, but Taylor Swift has been sharing things that Olivia hasn't done, and Taylor Swift doesn't share things. She's very much like a ghost on the social media. So for her to share like Olivia Rodrigo's like TikTok video of you belong with me back and forth with whomever that other person was. I obviously didn't care enough to look. Um, To me, that was like, okay, you really like, like she commented on it. She really likes her vibe. Like her audience is similar, would be similar fans. So that's my bet. I think everybody would love to hear her do Deja Vu, Cruel Summer, like, mashup. Like, oh, if she my gosh. Tour. Yeah. Yeah. Even that whole that whole bit. So they need to just do that. That needs to just be, like, a thing it that we can happen. purchase and, like, have in our arsenal. Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we won't be purchasing, but we'll download. <laughs> oh, my God. So I do have a movie recommendation for you all. Okay. I watched this one the other night. And, like, in hindsight, it's not a good idea for a film. It's not because it's so generic. Only reason I give this film like two and a half stars. Uh, yeah, I'm giving it two and a half stars because like, okay. okay, it's called Endings and Beginnings. Um, okay, you sent me a Snapchat yes. about this. The film is only like, the script for it, they had a skeleton script. It was 50 pages. So meaning like, it just had like a gist of what's supposed to happen in the scenes, basically. The whole dialogue's improvised. And it starts, but the reason I give it like, at least like three almost stars is because Sebastian Stan is in it. Sebastian Stan, Shailene Woodley, and Jamie Dornan. And Jamie Dornan in his hot Irish accent, Jamie Dornan. <laughs> Shailene Woodley, I love her, but she can just get out of the picture for this whole freaking film. She does nothing to help it at all. You see Sebastian Stan's butt, and it's great. I love Sebastian Stan, and apparently he has, like, a uh, a secret TikTok. Oh, I yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> and he has a secret uh, Spotify, too. That could make problems for people that post about him he can see them yeah he's because the reason people think is because he shared tiktoks about uh the avengers and uh 
the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like, on his Instagram. Do they know what the TikTok is? No. Oh, somebody's going to find it. It's a secret right now. Mm. Someone found a secret Spotify, and they've been, like, roasting his playlist names, but I don't think I don't think they're bad. I think it's just weird that you have a, a birthday playlist, and there's only, like, two songs on it. It's, like, <laughs> it's like something that he, like, forgot to go back and yeah. do. Like, it's definitely, like, he's not making <laughs> like playlists. Like, he was, like, having a party, and he's then, He's not like, making aesthetic playlists for people to, like, listen like, to. And then, like, forgot. He yeah. was just like, oh, uh-huh. It's, like, one's, like, sad times. <laughs> That was me, like in high, uh, in college, acoustic vibes. But there's like, like there's like three vibes. sad playlists, and they're like, Sebastian's everything okay? That's hilarious. Um, so yeah, he's also my captivation, Sebastian Stan. Thank okay. you so much. Awesome. Yes, thank his you. Butt. Um, but don't watch Indians and Beginnings. It's not that great of a film. Um, it, there's so many different ways. This is the reason you have a screenwriter. It could have been executed so much better. Mm. Uh, but I I like Shailene Woodley. I think in theory, in theory, I think she has so much potential. But I always see her play like the same character same role but also maybe it's just the way she acts maybe she just acts every maybe role that's the, the only role that she's good at a depressed a um sad confused girl, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe i mean i think she she did good in big little lies i think that character was perfect but in this film i was like girly pop you got sebastian stan trying to get what you like come on now. let's see some energy <laughs> i need you to stop being so melancholy come on and jamie dornan and jamie dornan no like girly Girly. He's the guy from Fifty Shades. If you yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. I didn't know if you knew who that was. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, it took me a minute, but I was like, yes. I know that name. Yes. But. So, uh, don't, it's, it's an anti-recommendation, I guess. I have been, like, building it up Like, in watch my head. it if you want to watch the people, but don't watch it for the quality. Don't watch it for the plot. Yeah. The plot is Sebastian Stan <laughs> and Sebastian Stan's ass. The plot is the men. Okay, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that's less the plot, honestly. Um, it's a fantasy plot. <laughs> There you go. There you have it, ladies. So I guess for today's episode, before we get into it, we want to do a little bit of housekeeping really quickly. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at the Gals Guy Pod. We do currently have a giveaway going on over there, so make sure you guys are following us on there so you can get entered to win. We also have a giveaway going on in our secret Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash the gals guy, and the group is the Gal Scouts. We will leave a link to all of this in our show notes so make sure you guys go and check that out join the fun over there it's a blast and make sure you also follow us on our personal instagrams mine is at emily elise that is a-l-e-e-c-e and mine is at hannah nicole adams and make sure you guys also leave us a review give us five stars and subscribe to our podcast we love leaving reviews we love when you guys give us five stars so it means a lot to us and make sure you guys do all that and while we're at it let's go ahead and get into this episode uh speaking of meeting john mayer Mm -hmm. one day it's gonna actually be john mayer like i said you can date him i just want to sing some harmonies like that's like it. like how Taylor Swift did. Oohs and ahs. <laughs> oh, half of my uh-huh. heart. <laughs> that's half like of my it. Heart. <laughs> Some harmonies, and then that's pretty much and it. And then uh, can't stop loving you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get that mm-hmm, that yeah. one liner in the bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. here for it. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. all of the alto yeah. harmonies back there. Yeah, it's okay. She doesn't give her duet people much either. So, so sometimes he didn't even give her credit. He didn't even give her credit. The vault was better. But he didn't give her credit, and that was rude. Yes. yes. He's a rude man. He didn't put a featuring title He's a there. rude man who's incredibly talented, still and I would a still go see in concert. Still a datum. Still mm-hmm. a datum. Did, Just I that, did I tell you that Blaine and I almost went and saw him in concert when we were in Atlanta? He had a concert that night. There were tickets. 
they were like $200 a pop. And we were like, Neh. when I lived in London uh, for a summer, so good. he was playing in London at the O2 when I was living there in 2014. And my guy friend that was studying abroad with me, Juan, he, him and his girlfriend, I'll never forget this. His girlfriend was named Jennifer. Juan, if you're still dating Jennifer, what's up? <laughs> um, but he was like so, like they loved John Mayer and he was like, I have to go see him. And so he had like seventh row tickets to John Mayer, went by himself in London. This is like the second night we're in London too. He went and like me and like all our friends, like we, went, we dropped him off like at the arena. We went walking around London and had dinner, all this stuff and everything like that. And he was like the whole time I was just wishing I had my girlfriend because there were so many couples oh, around me. Oh, I love and he's that. He's like, they were playing like gravity and they were all like swaying oh. and like cuddling. He's like, where's my girlfriend? <laughs> Love it. Yeah. We, I was honestly, after we didn't decide, like, we didn't buy the tickets, I was like, we should have bought the tickets. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's John Mayer. It's okay. John fucking Mayer. I know. And it was like, we we didn't even know he was in Atlanta. Have you seen Friends with Benefits? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. When she Mm -hmm. said at the beginning, she was like, we missed your body as a wonderland. (laughs) No, I know. I know. I know. John fucking Mayer. (laughs) I know. I know. It's so good. Me, honestly. Yeah. So I was a little bummed, but it's okay. Yeah. I'm just for curiosity's sake. Just, just, I want to know. Would not date Jake Gyllenhaal. I want to say that, though. Yeah. I don't think so. Me. All too well is too harsh. Yeah. He doesn't like birthdays either, and we know how important birthdays are to me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we all know that would not go over well. moment I knew not. hit too close to home. Yep. Yep. <laughs> nope. 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 So John Mayer, like, I, I'm used to guys like Dear John. <laughs> yes. Yes. But <laughs> so speaking of. You met John Mayer, my dude, who I have a crush on. Fixation, captivation, hyperfixation. One of those. For the moment. All of them. Who knows? Yes. There's many different words for it. Many people think it's a hyperfixation for the moment. Um, so, who knows? Regardless. I love you- that people are just so candid with you to be like, <laughs> you're just like hyperfixated. I'm like... Like, Honestly, though, like, that's like what I do. Like, I hyperfixate. I have ADHD. I hyperfixate on people. Or task or things. Mm-hmm. Remember that time I said I wanted like to go uh, shadow this dude who owns a like printing press uh, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I, like, I genuinely I think printing press is like super interesting, like letterpress and stationery. The, the thing about you is that everything is interesting, and you want to do all. You want to yes, dabble in all of ADHD. You want to dabble in all of the things. Yes, because I have ADHD. Remember that time I tried to get a psychology minor because I have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. it's amazing I get yeah. anything accomplished. Like, like, weekly I get a text from Emily that's like, I should really do this, this, and this. And I'm like, I texted text you last week saying I wanted to make candles. Yeah, and she was, wants to make candles now. And, then and I, like, was like, four hours later, I was like, go for it. My mom was, like, so supportive. She's like, I'll sell them at my store. Like, you know, like, like we'll, I'll help we'll you have buy a the kit. boutique website. Like, mm-hmm. we'll make a cute Instagram. I was going to call it Ember, Ember Flames. You know, like. Yeah, like. Um, and I was like, was? four hours later, Wait, what's the was four hours later? I was like, this is just a hyperfixation, Emily. Just you don't much. actually want to do this. <laughs> do you really want to pour candle salt? <laughs> this sounds like a very relaxing job. We had though. a lot of fun at Candlefish. I mean, like, I would just want to do it as like a hobby kind of thing. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to like, like actually have a yeah. business. I, the only hyperfixation I've had that like I do think would be a great business. And like, I would thoroughly love to do it. Like if I had the funds and money. But in Los Angeles mm-hmm. would be a tea and flower shop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would thrive there. That's the only thing I can think of because that sounds like a very peaceful life. Yeah. 
only a tea and flower shop, but doing it like in a trendy city like Los Angeles. Yeah, you'd have to be in a trendy city, I yeah. think. And make it super aesthetic and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and but not be in charge, like just be the CEO, just, like, not yeah. actually do anything yeah. else. Yeah, hands yes. off, a yes. hands off kind of business. Yes. Which is, I mean, if I have a if I have a million dollars and I'm a celebrity, I can do that. Like, this is a, true. This is a thing I can do. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, anyways, anyways, high back fixation. To what we're talking about John Mayer. You met him and. Like we said earlier in the episode, you don't meet many of the guys that I've dated. Um, it honestly takes a really long time for me to probably introduce the guys I date to my friends and my family. I mean, like, my parents met John Mayer. That never fucking happens. My mm-hmm. parents haven't met a guy since high school um, just because they don't pass enough tests to get there. I also, like, low-key just don't want to get my parents' hopes up that, like, this is the dude I'm going to, like, fucking marry or whatever. Yeah. Um, also, like, I just want to make sure that he's going to stay before like, we get into all of mm-hmm. that. Like, it's just a lot to me and i like to really keep those things separate um from my family because i don't know like i've always just that's like the one area that like with my parents i'm more private about yeah well it's a it's a it's a hard process to have to like go through the introducing and then turn around and be like never mind and then you have to do it all over again it's just like a lot of like in and out in and out kind of thing until you find like a person who's going to be there for you know, what, yeah. whatever, but... So I asked this dude out. He met my parents. All in the same... And met you. All in the same day. All in the same day. Within hours of each other. Yes. Um, And it, th- that's why I had so much hope when he said yes, because, like, it went swimmingly well. Yeah. Like, yeah. my mom and him adored each other. It was mm-hmm. great. You liked him. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that you also, like, have, like, your own thoughts about the situation, how it was handled, and, like... I'm sure you also probably have, like, personal preferences to, like, the guys I've dated before, too. Like, yeah. which ones, like, you like and which yeah. ones you don't like. Mm-hmm. Have there been any that you do not like and you haven't told me? Well, you all know I don't like the doctor. Um, but you liked him after the fact. Or did you not like him while I was dating him, too? No, I didn't like him at your birthday. He when was he fine until then. Yeah. Like, the first time I met him, he was really cool. Like, you met, yeah, you met good conversation. The, you met we him were all two playing times pool. Prior. You met him the night that I yeah. met him. He, and then he came out with night. us. It was, like, me, you, and another gal. And we had fun. And he was cool. And so I was like, oh, this will be cool. Like, he's going to get along so well with my boyfriend. Like, yeah, we have we similar interests. And then he was a douche. So, yeah. But, it, but initially, I did like him. Mm-hmm. I like John Mayer. I think he could have handled the situation a lot better. I mean, you even said when this whole thing happened, she's like, this doesn't make me not Yeah, I was going to say, this doesn't make me not like him. It just makes me question his communication skills and and intentions. And that we need to have boundaries established. Exactly. Yes. That's my my qualms there. Other than that, don't really have any. He's very, very talented. Um, I would say I never met the guy from college, the college boy. I know, and that's the one we're always upset about. That and never I'm, met. I'm still really sad because I feel like I feel like me and him would have vibed. You would have fucked we so well together. Yeah, we would have vibed. Um, did he did he treat you the best? Probably not, but it's okay. Like college is hard. In time. comparison, in comparison to everyone else, he was like probably up at the top. He was like, um, yeah. because he was like very open and honest and with he you. Let me know he was like, from the start. I don't want this, and you were like, cool. I do, but I'm going to pretend like I don't, and I'm going to pretend to be okay with it. Yeah, like, whereas, so, like, all the other yeah. ones, like, let me know their intentions, like, way, way late. Yeah, his was, like, right from the first start. day. Like, so, this is my intentions. So he has my respect. Yes. Um, trying to think. I didn't really know you when you were dating, who you dated in high school, but I know him, and he's cool. Yeah, I didn't meet you to like, the very, like, like end of end high school. Of, yeah, like, your senior year. Um, yes. And then... You didn't know my first boyfriend at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. No, I'm glad I didn't know him. 
Um, I wish I didn't know him. I wish I wish I didn't know of him. Um, and then, oh, there's that one that just like randomly will pop up. Oh, the Pisces. Is he a Pisces? He's a fucking Pisces. Oh. We know that I don't fuck with Pisces. Like it's keep, just not my thing. Sorry, guys, keep hitting my hat. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just annoying. I I don't. Oh no, like he's totally manipulative. Oh, he's just like a like I want a one night stand kind of guy. That's the kind oh, of vibe yeah. I get from him. And I never gave him anything. No, no, never. No, like nothing not ever happened with us. Yeah, but um, he. But that's just the vibe I get from him. Like he only texts when it's convenient and like when he want something yeah i mean i had to eventually it, it, he did it while he had a girlfriend too yeah and that also was not cool and so. i was like bro like you have a girlfriend like no stop and it took like both of like her like finding out that he kept texting me uh and i think the reason i never i was gonna block him i the reason i never did was because he had a lot of mental health issues mm-hmm. and this was back in my savior phase when i thought i was about the builder and he, we were best friends yeah and you so, guys like, were really close he's had a lot of things happen to him yes too, and so, so i i was there for him in really really dark times and i always worried that he was gonna do something yeah um and so like i always like kept him like unblocked and like available because i would just want to check in on him you know he didn't really deserve that he didn't think he deserved to be happy and all this kind of things yeah and so it just made me perpetually always worry about him because he was somebody like who when i was dating my first guy my first boyfriend stood up for me in certain situations like yeah like in high school he's a good guy he just he's just one of those that like like, pops in and out he's just like an in and out kind of guy and that yeah that just is annoying honestly um other than that though i mean i haven't met any of the you didn't meet the musician but i know Mm -hmm. you did not prefer the music i knew when you were questioning a second date that you were that wasn't gonna work out i was like but she's gonna have to figure that out on her own but i was like if you're not super excited to go out again like probably not probably not it probably not it probably not it (laughs) i'm gonna Mm -hmm. go like nine times out of ten after you never met the actor. I never met him, but I really liked him. He, we, he had potential. He had potential, but no credentials. So, because mm-hmm. <laughs> he hasn't graduated. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has some credits. He's an actor, and yeah. So, mm, yeah, mm. he had potential, but also didn't handle things well. So, yeah. What is it with men not handling? They're not good communicators. Well. That's what the issue is. Is that I just don't date people who communicate very yeah, well. Yeah, you need to find like a good communicative communicative man case kenny okay cool <laughs> yeah case case is a good one honestly most of um, the good communicators are married yes so. that's the sad part for so. me uh <laughs> the reverse the reverse is hilarious i and everybody and he knew i did not like your ex-boyfriend yeah he yeah I'm I I think the reason I didn't cuz I kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt at first and everything. Yeah, when we first started dating, he was like a catch. Well, for me. Yeah, for, for me, you, he was yeah. a catch. I met him. I really liked him. You did. You did. Like and, really liked yeah, him. You did. You did. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um and like the thing that like set me the the first ding-a-ling-a-ling alarm that went off for me was when he showed up to my 21st birthday unannounced with a watermelon. Yeah, he was not supposed to come. With a watermelon. We, I, 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 we were four hours away. Mm-hmm. And he randomly showed up. Mm-hmm. And, like, I didn't ever say anything because I was just like, 
I'm, what the fuck am I going to say? Um, yeah, because I was there. Yeah. I rode down with you. Yes. Or something. You, you did. Yes. And you then. Because um, we went to the beach. Yes. We went to the beach. And then he was like, I'm coming to Wilmington. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Okay. And like, I was low key, like, I don't remember, I don't remember much of that night. Um, yeah, you. I was gone. Mm. But I do remember I was upset because you went to go stay with him in a hotel instead of staying with me. And I was like, where's Hannah? Like, I know, I know. I washed your dishes and left, so. I mean, everybody, I had other people there taking care of me and everything because I was, like, puking my minds out. Um, yeah. Because I think... Uh, one girl, yeah, she like helped me change. Two people who I'm no longer friends with were the ones who Which helped me. Which is hilarious because now, like, literally nothing bothers me. Like, I like I've been thrown up on from mm-hmm. like my job, like working mm-hmm. working my rotation in a hospital, and like, so I'm like, I should have been the one. Literally, everybody who was at my 21st birthday, like, I'm no longer friends with except, except for, for me? you. Except for you, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, except honestly, for you. though, that's kind of wild, isn't yeah. it? Uh, literally, I mean, yeah, because. The other girl who was, I'm not mentioning their name. I'm just not mentioning, like, who they are or anything like that because yeah. I'm not friends with them anymore. But, um, yeah, the one girl who, like, stayed in my bed, like, because you were supposed to stay in my bed, with, sleep in the same bed with me and mm-hmm. everything like that. But she stayed instead instead of going back to, her, like, her apartment because she lived down there um, just to make sure, like, I was okay. And, yeah, then you drove me back home uh, because mm-hmm. I was so hungover I couldn't drive. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we were going to stay, but we were going to have to sleep on the floor. Yeah, and I, I mean, wasn't. I don't. I, which I wasn't is fine, here for it. Which is fine, but like, I, I understand. But that wasn't the plan. He wasn't supposed to I know, be there. I know. And then the next day, I didn't. Well, the day after your like house party, I didn't feel good. Remember, I like yeah, missed like, going the to the beach. Thing, yeah, because the first night was a house party. Yeah, because that was the only time that I was going to be able to partic- participate in any events because yeah. I was not. And of the age. next night, we went to yeah. a bar. We went to an eighteen up bar, so Hannah could still come yeah. with us and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I drove. We were the DDs. Yeah. Me and him, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was your first red flag. Oh, I'm still friends with Summer. I forgot Summer oh, was yeah. there. Oh, she yeah. She was my yeah, um, yeah. But college she, roommate. She didn't stay no. at your at your place because no, she, she lived there. Yeah. Yeah. But she lived like an hour away or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was like my first like alarm that went off was that he just showed up to my birthday unannounced and I was like. With a full watermelon. With a fucking watermelon. I was like, who the fuck are you and why the fuck do you have a watermelon? It was just the most random thing ever. And he always called you Bert, and you I hated, hated that. that. I literally hated that. I told him. I'm very expressive. I don't like being called by my last name. It's just, like, it's just too masculine for me. I just don't like the energy of it. Yeah. Also, like, also, like, you guys weren't that close. So I don't know why no. he kept doing that. It was really like, annoying. I am very particular with the nicknames. Like, you can call me M all you want. I prefer yeah. that. I love that. Um, I don't like being called by my last name. Um, I, I hate it, actually. You don't like Bert? I mean, why not? I'm not fucking Bert and Ernie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. And then I'm trying to think of other things that he would do. Like, he would just show... I think we, we would always go, like, on Starbucks dates or, like, cafe dates or whatever, and he would show up, kind of. And I think you yeah, would just... Yeah, he tried to insert himself a lot into... And I'm like, we're just trying to, like, have coffee and just catch up. Mm-hmm. And you're here. Hi. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the first time I met him was how... We, me and you were hanging yeah, out. But he didn't even like when me, you, and our friend from high school went to go. Went to coffee. Oh, no. No. He was very possessive of you, I think, mm-hmm. in a way. And I didn't know how to deal with that. And I remember when you started dating Blaine, and a, we were, I was in a hotel room, and a bunch of, we were all going out for New Year's Eve, and it was the first night, there was a night that he asked you, I think, out. Yeah. Yeah. And 
we were, I was with a bunch of friends, and, like, you and Blaine had, like, left the room, and, like, we were, like, all, like, pre-gaming to go out for New Year's Eve, and, like, my friends were, like, so, okay, now that Hannah's left, what do you think of Blaine? And I was, like, I mean, I like him. Like, I, I don't have, like, any, is he my type? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I mean, like, he's cool. Um, and I literally just remember saying, I was, like, I like him because I get to see my best friend. Um, I didn't really get to see you a lot when you were with your ex, and, because he was just very possessive of you and everything. Well, and, like, it was, uh, like, when I got to hang out with him was always on his terms. Yeah. Like, always on his time and not on mine. Well, and he also didn't like me either. Yeah, he didn't like, well, yeah, he didn't like you either. Yeah. And Which, I, like, I would never be like, hey, both of y'all hate each other. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> like, the only one that knew both of the sides. And I was like, I feel so Wait, awkward. you never told him that I didn't like you? I didn't like no. him? Oh, interesting. Okay. No. No. Yeah. And, uh, I, and I never told you that he Yeah, because like, you know I how like, I would have fucking reacted. I was like, I'm just going to pretend like I don't know these two things. And we're just <laughs> going to continue on until I decide to get out of this situation. It's so. always interesting, like, when, like, you're prepping, like, your partner to, like, meet your friends. And you're like, okay, so, like, this is about, like, so-and-so. You're probably not going to like her. Like, just, like, giving, like, the tea really quickly and everything. I had to with, with the doctor yeah. before I uh, had him meet all of you guys. I was like... So, like, you know all about Hannah. Everybody always knows about you before they meet yeah. you because I talk about you on every first date for some fucking yes, reason. Because I'm the musician friend and all, everyone you date I is date musicians. musicians. So I'm like, so okay, like here's a, a, like a, it's like a, a segue. Sort of like a, I kind of already am in the world without being in the world. Right, so. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just always, like, so funny. They always know you. And I, I'm like, always, I just, they, that's probably why John Mayer thought he knew you because, like, I talk about you. Yeah, yeah. But, we have mutual friends. We have a lot of, like, yeah. people in the same circle, too, so. But I, I just, I don't really remember much of y'all's relationship because we were both in college. Uh, yeah, we were, like, the same time. six hours apart. Yeah. But I do remember, like, the first time I met him, he we were getting coffee and he randomly showed up and i was like who the fuck is this kid and you were like oh we met like in choir i was like this dude fucking sings in choir what oh yeah yeah i was just, I remember like, this. so confused he like showed up like his work uniform and everything mm-hmm. i was like so lost i was like who the fuck is this guy he's like, tall and i was just like this is the guy you have a crush on not what i pictured because the guy i wanted hannah to originally be with i don't i no longer want him to be her to be with this dude but he was like you know, like, picture-perfect, you know, looking guy. Now he's not. He's so ugly. But, like, he, like, was a musician, and, like, y'all were friends, and, like, y'all both wrote songs together and went to college oh, together. Oh, I and, wanted like, to be with him, too. It's fine. You know, it's I, fine. I was like, y'all have, like, the most beautiful musical babies. Like, it was so He did cute. end up with somebody named Hannah, so, I mean. The college boy is with a girl named Emily, so. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> But, They're like, I can't have one, so let's pick another. Yeah, um, yeah but, no. Yeah, no. That, that was, I was like, why should I be with him? I want her to be with this dude. Because like, he I transferred. Want- I was trying to make that happen. We were, we were like, jamming in my dorm room, mm-hmm. like, writing mm-hmm. music. Yeah, I would have had, like, the perfect little couple. He transferred, and then I thought about transferring to the same college, but I thought that would be creepy. Yes. <laughs> But I was like, I'm pretty sure I can get into the music school there if he got in, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. Everything worked out the way it was supposed to, and I'm glad that that didn't happen. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, not I, And I like your boyfriend now. Um, and I did think that he did a great job. I think when y'all started dating again was that he took an effort to reintroduce himself to me, which I did like i mean he didn't have to do that i mean i was gonna support you no matter what yeah because i 
I was concerned, I think, going into it the second time y'all started dating because I was like, okay, like, well, he hurt you once. Mm-hmm. Um, not just once, like, many other times before. Yeah. And I was like, I told him to his face, I'm like, you hurt her. Mm-hmm. I will castrate you. Like, <laughs> I will murder you. You, this is your last shot. If you hurt her, I will go to jail for, for hurting you. I will risk it. I will risk it all. <laughs> We're risking it all here. I'm not going to tolerate this. So I was definitely, I think, very hesitant at first when you guys started talking again. I was like, okay, all right. (laughs) Okay, all right. Here we go again. I was like, okay, let me just buckle up real quick. (laughs) We're buckling up real quick. All right, here we go. It's going to be a long ride. But, I mean, he did the fact that he, like, I think he knew that people were going to be hesitant about you guys dating again. So he made the effort to like reintroduce mm-hmm. himself and like start off like from a, um, like from scratch and everything. Yeah. So, and like who he is today is like nothing like no. who he was prior to. So it, no, it's yeah. very refreshing. Um, well, like I think like this is like so bare minimum too, but like he cares about your friends. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. He's such an empath. Like, and I don't feel like your ex did at all, really. He didn't. No, he cared about himself yeah. and his car. He didn't really want to, like, make an effort. country bumpkin friends. <laughs> like, he didn't make an effort to, like, get to know, like, me or, like, your other friends or, like, your The only people that he cared about were the people that were in my life in the present moment, like, at mm-hmm. college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he... But even then, I feel like it was all just, like, part of a show. Well, like, to get everyone to like him. I should have known he wasn't a good guy when he, you know, become besties with um, Bridezilla, Bridezilla's husband. Well, he became besties with my roommate's ex who, like, yelled at her and in our house. And, like, me and him oh, went to the lake with this guy. And it put me in, like, a very, very uncomfortable position because... He was my – the guy that we went to the lake with was one of my very, very good friend's ex. And so my ex put me – like, he was like, you have – like, you got to go with me. And so, like, I didn't tell her and then she found out and it was just this big, like – like, I hurt her feelings. And mm-hmm. that – like, that was something that I, like, wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't feel like he always brought out the best in me. And I did a lot – like, I, I – like changed myself a lot to like be with him i mm-hmm. guess like mm-hmm. i sometimes didn't feel like i was like 100% myself mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah yeah that that to me was like a red flag and then him getting all like upset because i didn't go to the hospital when he popped his knee out of place because i was like in the middle of like doing you something well, like you also weren't like a, you and, weren't allowed to yeah see him. there was only one person allowed in the room his mom and his two sisters were there and he held it against me for a year without telling me that he held against me and he yeah. questioned and that's not fair to you he questioned whether or not he wanted to propose to me over that and i was like if you if you're questioning whether or not you want to propose to me then like i don't want to be with you yeah. and that was kind of when he said that to me and like we were having our like conversation of like me ending things with him and he i heard those words i was like i was like there's no going back from this there's like, no you, yeah you could not have healed that because you had no idea that was being held against you no one i had no idea two like i mean i did question our relationships and that should have been my own red flag of like this not going anywhere but like when he said the words like i didn't even know if i wanted to propose to you anymore i was like we're like we cannot come from we cannot recover no. from this if no. you have to if you question that then like 
for me personally, like, that's it. Like, yeah. I don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to 100% be yeah. with me. Because it's like, in that scenario, like, that was out of your control. Like, say you had shown up to the hospital, okay? So this is like a real legit thing that we're actually concerned about. I literally you know? went to his house and saw him, like, as soon as he yeah. was, like, I was able to. And like, he, like, I could tell, like, he was like like a douche to me like totally rude to me I could tell he was upset and like I I get it like I get being upset and like I know that that was like a terrible thing but like I was just like okay this is what we're gonna like okay like here, you're here, gonna hold this against me like, for a year and not tell me that you're so mad let's think about this logistically though okay you're in he's in the hospital emergency room okay two people only allowed you're gonna be in the fucking waiting room the whole time like you really just want the symbolism of someone being there and your family members not being enough for you okay if you're all you want is symbolism she's there with you in spirit like you're and it's not like he was there for like you're not you're literally not a close like you're not married you're not family yeah, and you could not go you were not allowed yeah, to go to the back you would it, just be sitting there in the fucking waiting yeah, room and it's not like and your his family told him like told I, you, I literally like, asked his mom i was like should i come and, and she was like well like there's only like one person allowed in and like all of us are here and i was like okay well like to me that's like don't come yeah like the mom's like i want to be on his bedside if, if the if his mom had been like yes please come like he really wants to see you i would have said i would have dropped like, what i'm doing and go but also it's not like also it's a, a knee he wasn't dying i was gonna well, say he was there for like an hour like it wasn't like a whole like if you he, if he had was on a life heart support, attack or like yeah. oh my gosh if, yeah. if my current boyfriend's knee pops out of place, I'd be there in a minute. And that, I mean, that that might say something too. Well, you're like, also probably emergency contact because maybe, like, y'all live together. Yeah, maybe. And you're on a more serious playing field. Maybe my subconscious wasn't like fully committed either. And like that was, that was a way of showing it. But also like don't hold something against me for a year and not tell me about oh, it. Oh, like if I fucking pop my knee out of place, I don't expect you to fucking show up to urgent care. That, that's I'll work. come visit you the next day. Like, like he's going to be okay. Like my mom is already going to be down my neck if I'm at, like, yeah, I'm good. So, I'm so good. That, that's Just text me. me, make sure like, that's fine. Um, and yeah. yeah, so I don't even know, man. I just, there were a lot of flags. I ignored a heck of a lot of them. I tried to change him into something that he wasn't. And, you didn't like him, and you're like one of my very and my parents didn't like him, and my sister didn't know him, well, and my say, brother didn't know. And like, I will also say though too, in defense of a lot of people, um, not just you, I personally, and maybe this is just because of who my parents are. My parents like they 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 are so so supportive of everybody they date. They don't really fucking care about who I date. Like I've dated like you know a slew of different types of people yeah and they've never been like judgmental or anything like that i think it's because my father's parents were super judgmental of him marrying my mother and so they've been super accepting everything like that so that's why i'm kind of always like "Mm, like your parents opinion of who you date is not always like concrete thing right yeah right but he didn't he didn't try to get to know them no yeah and i think that was the Cause like I'm the same way. Like I don't really care if yeah. you do or don't like. My, in my opinion, my friends, me. my friends' opinions matter more because that's the family I'm choosing. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. So so for me, it was just like a lack of trying just, and respect. I think. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So what, I mean, because I remember on my birthday when we went to Carowinds. Oh yeah. And he kept y'all drove me, and Which, I'm like sitting in the fucking middle back seat, like I'm a fucking child, and it's mom and dad, and they're fucking fighting in the front seat, and I'm like, if this motherfucker says one more foul thing to this bitch, I am going to go off on I'm this motherfucker. Jump out of the car. <laughs> like I, I was literally so close. I was like, should I say something? Should I say something? It's not my business. It's not my business. Okay, 
if he says one more fucking thing, I am it's to the point where I was just like, I am getting sick and tired of hearing this motherfucker bitch and complain and then take it out all on you. And I was like, that's my friend. You're, that's not my best friend you're talking to right now. And I don't appreciate the tone you're talking to her in. And I don't pre- appreciate the words and the names that you're calling her right now. Yeah. Um, in front of me, on my fucking birthday, I don't give a damn if you don't fucking like me. Like, you're, no, like. Yeah. Just, you're not, I'm not going to sit here and tolerate that. Like. Yeah, there were a lot of flags. I didn't flags. tolerate how he um, drove with you in the car either, and with me in the car. Um, yeah, I was trying not to die. That was my whole goal. Homeboy never wore a fucking seatbelt. Homeboy was always fucking texting and driving. And I was like, um, can you not do that, like, while I'm in the car? And, like, you can say you're a good driver all you want. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, if you want to text and drive, do it when no one else is in the fucking car with you. When you have cargo in the car, like, people, don't fucking do that. Yeah. Um, Just don't fucking do it in general. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, specifically, like... Yeah. That's just fucking rude, and that just shows you don't care about the people <laughs> that you're with, in my opinion. Yeah. So that yeah. was, like, really well, the tipping and, point. And it was for hard for me. It was hard for me to, like, be with somebody who, one, didn't like my best friend, and my best friend didn't like. And it was just, like, it's hard. Like, mm-hmm. how do you—I didn't know how to kind of, like, manage that, I guess. I didn't do a very good job of it. I kept breaking up and getting back together. And, and I kept telling you— don't get I would back like together. I would like break up with him and then drive like six hours to Emily's and cry on her couch and she was like okay what the heck why are you getting back together with him I thought we were through this like what yeah. are we doing and so. I think like when you're the best friend and like you're dealing with that I you, it has to come up to it's your decision whether or not like what boundary you establish like if you want to keep hearing all of it or if like you're like to the point because I mean with you I it's it's always going to be an exception because I'm always going to choose you over probably anything. Yeah. Um, but I've had some friends that have been in relationships with guys. You could definitely, a lot of friends probably also made this decision when I dated the doctor and when I dated other shitty guys, totally understandable. Like I hold nothing against them. Um, if they chose not to be my friend anymore when I was dating those toxic people, because they didn't want to hear it anymore. And, um, understandable. Like I, I fucking get it. Like if you didn't want to hear that anymore and you just can sit there and watch your friend be in a toxic relationship, because I've been there. There are friends that I used to be friends with, and I just don't support their relationships. I've had friends where they got married, and I didn't fucking support their marriage. And then they would come crying to me about, like, how shitty their husband was or how shitty their boyfriend was. And I would give them all the advice and be like, listen to this fucking podcast. And and then they would go right back to them. Right back. I'm and- like, okay, I'm like, don't... It's the annoying part when you're coming to me for advice... And you're wanting, like, my honest advice. Because this is the point where I'm always like, do you want, like, what kind, like, what do you want to hear? What do you want? Do you want support? Comfort? Do you want? Do you want a distraction? This is what I always ask people. I'm like, do you want a distraction? Do you want to vent? Or do you want my advice? Because if I'm going to give advice, I'm going to be very honest with you and give you my opinion. If you just want to vent, I'll ride along with you and I'll just nod and listen and everything like that and hold space for you. If you want a distraction, I'll tell you a fucking funny story about my own life. That's usually what I tell people. And I'm like, which one, which, which do you want? So then if they're not ready to hear my advice, they can just vent. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. And I'll hold the space for them because I know at the moment that's what they need. They, they're not ready and they're not open to hear my advice. But there were times where you wanted my advice and I was like, I don't think you should get back together with him. Like, I just, you, You've already read this book. You know what the ending's going to be. Mm-hmm. You and this is like it's not like you know with your current boyfriend where like you guys you know dated and then you got back together kind of thing. Like 
he you saw change there was change you asked how things had changed you asked how this was going to be different and he showed you exhibit a b and c of why this is different how he's changed gave you evidence and facts and like did a whole fucking powerpoint like, presentation there's a, there a presentation <laughs> where it's like this dude was like oh change and it would change for like a month yeah it would be like yeah like a month and then and go, right back, go right back to how it was and so. you would call me and be like it's just like it's right he's like back like you know blah 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 blah, blah. and i'm like I don't want to say I told you so, but, but I, I told you so. so. I know. Everyone did. Um, and you never want to do that. Like, you never want to be the friend that has to say, like, I told you so. And I think, like, I've never told any of my friends, like, I told you right. so. But, like, it comes to the point where, like, you're, you go to that friend and you're like, so we you're broke right. up. And it's just like. So we broke up and it's for real this time. Like, aren't you so proud of me? I was. I was very proud. I, I was very proud when you blocked him. Yeah, yeah, it took a while. Because you wouldn't do that at first. I was like, block his ass. Block him. I love blocking people. Block him. Just mm-hmm. block him. I was like, if he takes offense, he takes a fucking offense. Like, it's not, who cares? Who who fucking cares? Like, it, yeah. no one does. Like, you, it's not your responsibility to care. Yeah, and, and like, it's you, so weird. That feels like a whole, like, this whole, that whole relationship feels like a whole other part of my life. Like, yeah. it, I think you're a different person than that part of your even, life, for sure. Yeah, it doesn't even But I think... Me. For me, because I am the one, I'm the friend that people come to for therapy, basically. Um, just because I'm, I'm, I like, I'm good at holding space for people, and I've had many friends in the recent years, recent months, come to me for advice, and I'm like, what, like, what do you want? Do you want advice or do you want advice? And most of the time, with advice, I'm like, most of the time, they're coming to me, and when they say they want advice, it's because I think subconsciously they know what the answer is. And they know I'll be the one that will validate that answer and give that answer to them because most of the time they're, I can relate to their experience. Um, I've been in a similar situation or I can figure out, I can explain. I mean, there's one girl I'm friends with right now who has been coming to me for like relationship advice and I can explain like exactly A, B, and C of why her partner's acting this way just from doing this podcast, interviewing people, doing research on my own trauma and how people, attachment styles and things like that. And I'm like, your partner's acting like this because A, B, and C, they're avoidant, they blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And they're like, oh my God, you're so right. I'm like, Exactly. So I'm giving you the evidence of why this is probably not going to change um, and why this person's acting this way. However, it's up to you what you do with that. Like, I can tell you my opinion, but I, I always end up with, that's just me, though. Because, and it's not just me, wait, not, one is part of me just not trying to take responsibility for, like, responsibility what you, for, for their what decision, <laughs> but, like, also letting like, them know, I, like, if it were me, this is what I yes, would do. I always preface, I'm like, if it were me... This sounds like something I've been in before. It sounds like this person, like, is just avoidant and just, you know, they want commitment, but they they need to do some growing up. Like, they haven't faced their own demons. You're sitting here doing all this work and everything, and, you know, you're trying to improve yourself, but it's not being reciprocated. And I ask questions. I'm like, why? Like, and I think with you, I'm like, why does this person... Like, why are you going back to this person? Why are you with this person? What do they serve you? How do they serve you? What do they do for you? Why is this person so special that you cannot leave this relationship and you are choosing to stay in it yeah. when you're, there's so many infinite things? And I think it's hard, especially for girls, because we view our best friends as, like, these amazing goddesses of, like, these awesome kick-ass women who are, like, doing all these accomplished things. And a lot of those girls date ugly assholes. And it's just, like, you were a divine woman, and you're settling for this, like, mediocre, bare minimum doormat behavior. Why? Why? Like, honestly, like, and it's, 
and usually the women who are the most successful that are doing that, the women who are so confident, they're so successful, they're so independent on their own, and they get with these losers, and it's just like, I, I don't understand. I know, I know. Like, I think what, if you, what, is, yeah. what witchcraft does this boy what is have over you? And I mean, that's also me preaching to myself, I mean, but like, I think... It's the mentality, too, though, too, that I think a lot of people come to me for advice because I'm single and I've dated around and it's always like, coaches don't play. Uh, so I'm like the coach <laughs> in a way. There you go. But, but I, I will always hold space for my friends in a way. I, and then it's usually me who will just decide of when I can no longer be in that friendship. And it's not easy. I mean, I, like I said, I was friends with a girl who got married and I didn't approve of her spouse because he said hateful things about me. And I was, it was literally like a Heidi Montag, Lauren Conrad, Spencer Pratt situation for you millennials. But, and I was Lauren Conrad and I was just like, I can't support this union. Like I can't, like I, I don't like your fucking husband. Like I do not like him. He is a shitty fucking person. And he said really mean things. He's also racist. He's also like homophobic. He's all these things that I'm so anti and I can't condone this and she chose to walk away and I was like this is why I can't no longer support this um and it wasn't like I'm giving you ultimatum because I don't expect you to choose me over him right um, right but but I'm like that's just your ex- this explanation is why, of this why, is why you're you leaving. will not see me around and I think like too like if you don't like your friend's partner you have to decide, like, to how to divide that line. I think, you know, just being honest, being like, I just want to hang out with you alone. I don't want it to be around your partner. Um, I don't really want to do, like, group dates or anything like that. And just learning to draw that line and how to separate. And if they push back on that, then there's nothing you can do, in my, in my opinion. Like, you have to, like, draw that line. I think it's going to be up to you to kind of set those boundaries and because i mean especially this person's in a super toxic relationship and we're not talking about abuse or anything like that because like that's yeah i i don't feel comfortable like tiptoeing into that and talking about that without like some more like outside help like from a therapist or something like that and it's also even though like i've been in those situations it's just something i don't feel comfortable diving into because i have had friends be in those situations and i don't personally know how to handle it but yeah like i think if when I was younger and you were with your ex, like, and he was always coming around and everything like that. I mean, I did tell you this is not, and this is not towards you or anything, but like, if like, say that like, if you were the one to always bring him around instead mm-hmm. of it, cause he was the one that came around on his own volition. But like, yeah. if you were the one to always bring him around, I'd be like, you know, like, how about like, will you have just time, like just between me and you? Like, instead, like, I really just want to have, like, some girl talk. Because I would always, like, want to talk about like certain like private matters. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it like in front of him kind of thing. And I'm like, you know, we wanted to like, you know, chat about, this and I'm now he's here and I don't feel like I can talk about it and everything and I remember you know seeing red flags so early on and I like you didn't take him as red flags I took him as red flags like three months in he was like looking at engagement rings and I'm like sir we are like 19 years old um <laughs> yeah yeah that was a whole whirlwind of a um, I was like sir we are 19 um but okay and yeah I just think learning how to kind of separate those different spaces Mm -hmm. and i i hate that like some people have to do that i mean like i didn't have that option with the bridezilla like every time i went over there her fiance was there and Mm -hmm. there was nothing i could do about that and she would never 
leave him. Like, there were so many times in college, because she was my, like, freshman year roommate for the first semester. We wanted to go out to a club, and she's like, I had to ask his permission first. I had to ask to see if it was okay with him. I'm like, he doesn't even go to school here. He's, in, he's in two hours away. Nor does he own you, but yeah. okay. And, like, I told her that, and that she's like, that really hurt my feelings. I'm like, girly pop. Like, what what witchcraft does this man have over you that you can't go to a club with some of our friends? It's not like I'm asking you to go to a fucking brothel. Wait, he didn't even go to the same school? And no, this is oh, when we went to the same school oh, together the first semester. Oh, no. Yeah, and then she transferred to his school, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. which is because she wanted to pursue a teaching degree there. And I'm like, okay, sure, that's the reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm just like, why can't we do anything like me and you? Yeah. Like, why Why does he always have to come along with yeah. that? And I think when that happens, you really have to decide. Like, you have to pick your battles. Like, if that's going to be your best friend or if they're, like, completely together all the time. I mean, there's – I like hanging out with you and Blaine sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I do. Like, but we I, don't always always together yeah. hang out. Half yeah. the time he's not – he's at work. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if y'all ask me to go to dinner with y'all, I'll be fine. Sure. Mm-hmm. I've gone on so – I've gone on my friend, my friend from USW. I went on her Valentine's Day date with her boyfriend once Aww. because – they invited me. They were like, do you want to come with us? Like, we're just going to Carabas. Like, you want uh, to come? Heck yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't have a boyfriend. Yeah. I was like, sure. Like, I'm a great third wheel. Yeah. I am. I'm a lot of fun. I make, I don't make it awkward. I make yeah. it a lot of fun. But when it's always me being a third wheel, mm-hmm. that gets annoying because who wants to feel like a fucking third wheel all the time? Yeah. I feel like my best friend from college and her husband and I, like, have a good balance. Like, I'll go to the gym with them both, but then... Um, my friend and I will like go shopping for the day yeah. or like, you know, she, she's, very, she's one that she loves to hang out with her husband, but she does make time for just like her friends. And so yeah. I just think that like, and I, I think when I was younger, I didn't really even like, I just wanted to hang out with everyone all at the same yeah. time. So, but even sometimes when he would just show up unannounced, I was like, I didn't like, it made me uncomfortable because I was just like, ask, like what you're doing yeah. and you would say and not and thinking then, he would show up and, and then, then he would just up. be there. And I think that was just like him trying to make time for me. But like it just at the time I was like, oh, ha, but like it was just weird. Like it was just yeah. weird. And so like now, like, I mean, I don't tell Blaine where I'm going 100 percent of the time because like yeah. we trust each other and like I don't need to tell you that. I'm. But like, I mean, if it's, if he's home and I'm about to walk out the door, I'm like, all right, going to go like to the mall Bibbidi, bop, like, around. i'm gonna go bop around town you need anything if yeah. you want something for lunch like call me and i'll bring it back like it's not like this whole like uh is it okay with you if i yeah if, oh like, my god oh, like if no. you're gonna ask permission no, uh, no, that's, no, no, no. that's just like it's it's one thing well, like, it's I like have, are you are I have you one friend that's married are you dating or married i was gonna say yeah. are you dating or married and does it involve money because yes. if it involves joint money say. then I, I could understand that. I have that. one friend who is married, and she does have to ask her husband's permission for um, money things because she doesn't work. Uh, yeah. He's the one who makes all the money, so she will ask him, like, if she can buy certain things. Like, is it okay if I, like, like go run and grab yeah. a new pair of shoes? And or? they also jointly own a car together. They don't have two cars. They have one car. So, like, you okay, know, yeah. sharing so, a car kind of So, thing. I guess it's more, like, situation-based. But, like, if you feel like you're having to be like, is it okay if I go to Chick-fil-A with my friend Emily? And he says no. Because of like pure, just like, no, I don't want you to hang out with people. Then yeah. I feel like that's where there's like, but if it's yeah. like, we like don't the have day, the money to yeah. go for you to go to the steakhouse again. Yes. Susie. Like, then, I like, asked, <laughs> like I asked her the other day to hang out and she was like, I'll have to check with um, him first. And I knew it was because he has a job and he needs a car. Mm-hmm. And so he needs to see if he can like drop her off at the coffee shop uh, <laughs> kind of thing, you know, yeah. like they only have one car. So like, you know, 
she was like, yeah, like, can I hang out with her? Like, can, so like, can you drop me off? Like, do you have time kind of thing? Or can I, because she, he, she can't just take the car when he's at work kind of thing. Right, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Those situations are definitely different. But. Yeah. Uh, and especially like when I understand, like, if you like have one person who's making like, you're not making like a shit ton of money, but like you have one person who's working, another person who doesn't have like a steady job kind of mm-hmm. thing, not raking all the money. Right. Asking those kind of permissions things. I get that. Um, and I, I mean, I mean, like I would, I would do that. Like yeah. if, if I weren't working and Blaine was, I would, I wouldn't go spend money frivolously like I did today at H&M. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I know I walk in every day. I walk in with like a package in a bag and he's like, do you want to clean out your closet first? This, I'm like, yeah, I And this need is to why that. I support having separate bank accounts. Yes. So um, I don't have to hide receipts and yeah, paying cash. No, heck no. <laughs> no, I work hard. I can spend my money how I please exactly. while also contributing to like the joint like bills and things. But yeah. Yeah, so, so we did ask you gals to send in uh, some stories that you posted. Like we posted on our Instagram story, like send in uh, a times where like you've hated like your friend's partner or vice versa. And we kind of wanted to read some of them for you gals. So our first one that we got says, my friends loathed my ex. I didn't realize how toxic he was, but I finally came to my senses. I mean, that sounds like it, it's super relatable there was a lot of fighting with my friends and my ex he was a total narcissist it was awful i don't know if anybody actually i should i should have done a poll before this episode if any of like my friends actually did not like um the doctor i do know caitlin my best friend from college hated the college boy like was very vocal about how much she hated him and like i'd bring him up she's like oh god i hate him like we just <gasps> see but i feel like if i had known him and known the situation i might not have cared for him either yeah because like but she I wasn't in it she was there yeah, she was I wasn't in it for the whole it. thing I wasn't, she was wa- like, I wasn't there to watch you and i always was like you know that version i know the real him behind closed doors bitch i didn't fucking know him like you, who he was to everybody else was who he authentically yeah, was you like made made him there I was, was in love with story. the idea of him. Yeah, there was an yes. idea of him in your head. Yeah, and, and she was just very vocal about. And I bring him up to this day. I'm like, hey, at least like he wasn't as bad as the college boy. And she's just like, I still that's bare minimum, honestly. Like he is still not a good guy. <laughs> so I, I mean, I I get that. I think with that kind of thing, like it just depends what kind of person you are. Like with me, like. I, Caitlin's an Aries like you are. So, like, you're both very open about, like, if you just taste a person kind of thing. Well, and, like, I think it, like, for me, it's a pride thing. Like, if if you tell me that, like, I don't know if this person feels the same way, but, like, you know, she said it, she didn't realize how toxic they were, but she finally came to her senses. Like, when people tell you that something, that somebody's not good, it just makes you want to prove them wrong. Oh, 100%. And so, so, like having to come to, come to it on your own sen- time and like senses and then but like part of me just like really wanted to prove everyone wrong with my oh, ex yeah. like it oh, was yeah. very much like a pride thing for me oh, like yeah. i did not want to be wrong i did mm-hmm. not want to be the one who should have known better and then i was <laughs> this other girl said um i visited a friend after my ex cheated and she legit asked why i dated him because he was such a loser and not attractive all of my study abroad friends hated him at the time and said he i they just tolerated him, and that's exactly what I did with your ex. I just tolerated him, I think, because that's all I could do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely think looking back, like people look at the photos of the doctor, and they're always like, "Remember, you said you you thought you were going to marry that guy. Remember, remember that." And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up." I don't want to remind myself that I almost married a guy who has pepperoni nipples. Uh, <laughs> like, 
pepperoni nipples. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my God. But yeah, I'd be another one. In high school, my friend's boyfriend and I didn't get along, so she stopped being my friend. Okay, so she's saying that like her friend's boyfriend and her didn't get along. So it would be like if you stopped being my friend. Mm, okay. Kind of thing because I didn't like your ex. That's sad. That yeah. is sad. Yeah. Um, because especially like if you put in like years of friendship over this boy who is really just like a fucking – just a dude, just some random dude that – um. It's just stupid, and it's always sad, but I think when you are the friend that kind of walks away from that relationship, it's a little bit different because you are the one choosing to um, choose self-care over, like, your friend's toxic relationship. Just because, like, it's just sad to watch your friend be in a toxic relationship, honestly. And like I was saying earlier, there's only so much advice you can give before, like, you have to stop to a point and like you have to decide like if you can tolerate it, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, if you can tolerate them quite crying and coming to you all the time and like holding space for it. I mean, cause there's some friends that I wouldn't go to with my relationship because it's just like, I don't want to, I know they don't fucking like him and I don't want to fucking hear it. Like I just, I just don't want to hear it. I mean, especially with the actor, like there were so, I had two friends that I'm no longer friends with, um, who told me to move on. And like I wasn't at the point where I was ready to move on. Like I, yeah, you needed to figure some things out first. And and the way they approached the situation was not healthy mm-hmm. in a way at all. And I get it. Like, you didn't want to hear about it. But there's so many other ways you could have approached the situation instead of being, like, bitches about it, in my opinion. Um, my boyfriend totally changed my friend's values and personalities. That is sad. When you see a guy changing, like, your friend, like, your, someone's partner, like, you mm-hmm. actually see them changing you. Yeah. And I definitely think that's what happened with the Bridezilla, like, I her fiance changed her so much like she was not the same girl that I had known like all my life and that's always said I think it, I feel like you've also dealt with that like with the girl you were used to be friends with like in college oh yeah for yeah sure. mm-hmm. I mean especially like, what do you do like and that's the thing we talked about before like what do you do like when your friend dates someone that you've had a crush on and kind of things like that and you know the girl code respect we did a whole episode on girl codes like our second episode I think yeah it's, still one of my favorite episodes i think we've ever done but this one girl said your friends never want to see you suffer while you're in a relationship so sometimes you your friends have to have better intuition than you do and you sometimes you trust it sometimes you have to figure out for yourself i'm one person that usually has to figure it out for myself but lately i've been more open to other people's opinions but i'm also very open about when i don't want other people's opinions yeah yeah and i kind of establish that line and that's something that's up to me to establish that line um a friend's boyfriend said he was jealous because a bunch of guys were following her on TikTok. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> like, she can't fucking control that. And yeah. I, what would, I mean, I guess, like, if, and I've never dealt with this, like, if you have, like, a friend who, like, her boyfriend, like, follows, like, a ton of, like, models and everything, like, online, like, the boundary you set, like, with. Like, I see, like, I see, like, I see, like, this your boyfriend, like, hitting on other girls or, like, you know. Like yeah, I think if photos. it's, like, hitting on, that's one thing. But if it's just liking photos, like, I like photos of Nick Jonas, and I love Nick Jonas. Yeah. I think that's, so yeah, it's there's like, some people I, I don't that want that it did. to be, like, this whole, like, um, like hypocritical thing where, like, you're like, oh, you can't do X, Y, and Z, but I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and yeah, you I, shouldn't have a problem with it. So. I do hear all about um, girls, and this is totally your personal preference. I know there's probably some listeners on here who would disagree with this like they're like oh um i don't like my boyfriend to like like other like bikini photos of like other girls i'm like okay is he liking alessandra ambrosio's bikini pictures 
Or is he liking Becky from down the street's bikini pictures? Those are two different scenarios. He has a chance with Becky. He has no chance with Alessandra Ambrosio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. yeah. I have no chance with Nick Jonas. Therefore, I will continue yeah. to like Nick Jonas. But if you're going to go like Alex from down the street, you know. But like, what if I'm friends with Alex? Like, I just, for yeah. me personally, like, I don't see an issue with it. Now, if you're sliding in the DMs and you're like, hey, yes. or like you commenting. look hot or like, ooh, looking hot, like, that's a little that's a little too much for me. Yeah. But like if you're just liking the photo, like sometimes I just scroll and like I don't even like read the caption. <laughs> I don't even know who it is. I'm just like interacting with people. Yeah. So But I've had like I've had friends, boyfriends make me super uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. That yeah. And then what do you do? Do you tell them? You know? I mean that's like, hey, um <laughs> Jimmy's over here telling me that uh I look good. It's making me uncomfortable. Jimmy, what the I don't fuck? know. It's the first name that came to mind. <laughs> I know like two people in the world named Jimmy, so. Um, yeah, I've dealt with this like once before and I didn't tell her and just chose to remo- remove myself from the friendship and situation because uh, I wasn't close. Like uh, we were friends, but we weren't like best, best friends. And I didn't think she honestly would believe me. Mm, uh, okay. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, I just thought she would think I was misreading the situation kind of thing. And, and then so, make you feel like an idiot. Yeah. So. And I just knew she would naturally just choose him. So I just chose to remove myself. Um, and was just like, I just don't want to deal with this drama. Like, it's just, I just don't want to deal with it. And so I just like left. And sometimes like, that's what you have to do. Like, I think like when your friends are in toxic relationships, there's only like a limited amount of things that you can control as a friend from a third perspective. And you can, you know, be there for them but at the same time you I think you have to be there for yourself as well too like you may think like like oh it probably doesn't have any effect on me because like I'm not in this relationship I'm just an outsider looking and everything but it does have an effect on you and you can only hold so much space for that relationship in your life because especially when that person like is so enmeshed with that other person like you have to like I think walk away at some point basically is what I'm getting at yeah, I um, agree. Because, like, I mean, you, and you also have to judge for yourself if this person that like, is actually going to listen to you, like, if you give, like, advice or whatever, or if they don't. Yeah. I think that means, like, a really beautiful survival tip. Yes, For this I episode. Agree. Um, this was a very long episode. Yes, but it was. But it was something that we could definitely harp on, and that we loved hearing your guys' opinion. There's so many more that we didn't get to. I know. Um, but, I mean, there were so many relatable stories, I think, too, that were sent in. Oh, yeah. So. So if you guys want to do, want us to do, like, a story episode, like. Let us know. Yeah. I, I did poll you guys and ask, has this ever, like, have you ever had a friend choose their partner over you? And literally 99% of you guys said yes. yes which and, is so sad sometimes. I but, I mean, you everyone's, everyone's situation's different, so. And I think, like, if this person, like, you know, maybe they have to learn the hard way and they will come back after a while. But it's a, that's up to you if you want to say okay. Like, let them back in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also, like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our private Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, or our personal social media, which will be linked in our show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.